Hey guys! Welcome to our podcast, Spooked and Suspicious. This is where we like to talk about true crime, scary stories, and a slew of suspicious circumstances. Fall down the rabbit hole with us as we discuss conspiracy theories, superstition, and our favorite, serial killers. You'll enjoy our show if you're obsessed with the things that go bump in the night. Hey guys, it's Carissa. And Tyler. So this week is Thanksgiving. Do you have any special plans? I don't. I don't even have like anything really set up yet. I know I'm going to be cooking, but not a turkey. They get what they get. Yep. <laughs> I don't even have for sure plans either, so. You should come over. I might. I might. Depends on uh, how the night goes. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just show up. That's fine. You can feed me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, with the coming of the holidays, this is prime time to hear some good old folklore. Of course. I love that. Yeah. It's always like a grandpa or a, a, a weird uncle. Yeah. That's telling it's you something always weird. always the weird uncle. It's like, oh, like you're captivated because apparently he's always a good storyteller. Yeah. It's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. <laughs> It's a little bit of brandy in his, his right. uh, Irish coffee. Right. There you go. Egg so, <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. So for this week, I chose to tell you the folklore of Baba Yaga. I'm really excited. Yeah. I, had, I didn't tell you anything about it beforehand. Yeah. This time I am absolutely clueless on what's coming. This folklore is Russian and Slavic. And... Um, most of Eastern European, like, folklore has some mention of her. Okay. She's very prominent over there. Okay. She's apparently terrifying as well. Oh, great. <laughs> so, Baba Yaga is a feared ogress, and also sometimes referred to as, like, a swamp witch, which Ew. is what I would imagine her to be. Yeah. So, she steals, cooks, and eats her victims, most of which who are children, but she's not opposed to the adult, you know. <laughs> She'll take what she can get. She doesn't discriminate. She doesn't. It's whoever wanders around, you know. Terrifying. So, <laughs> she often appears as, like, a really scary, deformed old woman. She's got, like, a huge nose, and she's just got, like, gross, sharp teeth, and she's just not nice to look at. Ew. Like a scary old lady. What you imagine a witch would look like. Yeah. And to top it all off, she lives in this creepy little hut on top of moving chicken legs. <laughs> so it can, like, run through the forest. Oh, my God. Run away from people. But most of the time, it sits stationary, well, somewhat stationary, in one spot, and it just spins, like, in a circle. Okay, Why? I don't think there's any particular reason. I think it's just to add that. Just to like, add the creepy factor. Like the, the mystery. Like why is this house on legs that spin? No one knows. They don't question it. And I, now I just see like a, a house with chicken legs. Running like, through the woods. And like, yeah, just circling around. Chicken, Enjoy that. A chicken with a head cut off. So besides her house being on chicken legs, she also has a fence. And on top of this fence, it has... Human skulls. Trophies. Trophies. The ones of her victims. You know, like she just like 
keeps them around. She likes so the decor. Everybody can see them. Yeah, like, don't fuck with me. I'm Baba Yaga. I'll take your skull and put it on a fence post. <laughs> I want that to be on my gravestone. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. She is, she's very scary. And she can fly. Oh, great. And <laughs> in most of her legends, she flies in a mortar and pestle. She sits in the mortar and steers with the pestle. Okay. Just like flies through the air. Terrifying. And then another one, she flies through the air in like an iron kettle. Oh. Which doesn't seem as practical. <laughs> Not that either one of those is practical, but. Yeah. If I were to pick one, it would be the mortar and pestle. Because at least with the pestle, you can steer. You know? What do you steer with with the kettle? Spite. Spite? <laughs> I, I get myself around with spite in my giant iron kettle. Yeah. Badass. Okay. <laughs> so, her main duties as uh, this ogress swamp witch is to protect the water of life that flows from the fountains. Okay. Yeah, so she's pretty important. That's Yeah, that's deep. She's got a pretty big job to fulfill. Okay. Gotta why, check that shit. Why'd they have to make her ugly and shit? To ward people away. Nobody wants to approach the beautiful witch in the woods. Or the, the ugly witch in the woods. Yeah, but... Okay. Don't come asking, I'm ugly. <laughs> 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 so, in some of the other versions, she accompanies death and eats the newly departed souls. Wow. She's very creepy. Damn. She's, kind of, she's very cannibalistic. <laughs> she really likes to eat people. I don't think there's ever a story of her just eating, like, a steak. No. It is. Some it's vegetables. just a human steak. Just, like, no vegetables in her diet. Yeah. Not a single green bean. <laughs> no fruit. But just meat. No wonder her teeth are fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So she also is said to aid protagonists in stories. She's kind of the antagonist. Yeah. As one might say. Okay. She's. She almost reminds me of the witch from like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Lauren or kids. A lot of stories she's considered to be not evil, but not good. Yeah. So she's kind of like an ambiguous creature of sorts. Okay. In folklore. Like, she can be really awful. Obviously, she eats kids. Right. But then she can be really helpful and, like, help people. Help everybody people got to Everybody plot. has to eat. Everybody got to eat. <laughs> and if you like to eat humans, like, I guess the, kids the bad good. ones, the bad kids, never the good kids. Oh, they're out. The good kids survive. Um, they have honorable hearts and intentions. See? But the bad kids. Sorry, honey. You're in the stew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the stew, baby. Okay. <laughs> so I saw several stories while researching her. And there's a few like really famous ones. So I'm going to read you. Okay. One of the more famous ones. Yeah. That's been like adapted into movies and stuff like Okay. In in integrated into pop culture. Sounds good. So this is the story of 
Vasilisa the Beautiful. So, a merchant had a single daughter by his first wife. This daughter was known as Vasilisa the Beautiful. When the girl was eight years old, her mother passed away. On her deathbed, she gave Vasilisa a tiny wooden doll with instructions to give it a little to eat and a little to drink if she were in need, and it would help her. As soon as the mother died, Vasilisa gave it a little to drink and a little to eat, and the doll comforted her. After a time, her father remarried. The new wife was a widow with two daughters of her own from her previous marriage. Vasilisa's stepmother was very cruel to her, as were Vasilisa's stepsisters. But with the help of the doll, Vasilisa was always able to perform all the tasks imposed on her. When Vasilisa came of age and young men were trying to woo her, the stepmother rejected them all on the pretense that it was not proper for younger girls to marry before the older girls, and none of the suitors wished to marry Vasilisa's stepsisters. Does this remind you of anything? Yeah, Cinderella. Very Cinderella. Yeah. Like the Russian Cinderella. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. One day, the merchant had to embark on a journey. His wife sold the house and moved them all to a gloomy hut by the forest. One day, she gave each of the girls a task and put out all the fires except a single candle. Her older daughter then put out the candle, whereas upon they sent Vasilisa to fetch light from Baba Yaga's hut. Dun, dun, dun. The doll advised her to go, and she went. While she was walking, a mysterious man rode by her in the hours before dawn, dressed in white riding a white horse whose equipment was all white, then a similar rider in red. She came to a house that stood on chicken legs and was walked by a fence made of human bones. A black rider, like the white and red riders, rode past her and night fell, whereupon the eye sockets of the skulls began to glow. Vasilisa was too frightened to run away, and so Baba Yaga found her when she arrived in her giant flying mortar. That's terrifying. Right, imagine stumbling upon this creepy ass house in the woods, and then the owner comes home right. in a mortar and pestle. And now you're stuck. And now you're like, oh shit. Because there were things with glowing eyes. Yeah, the skulls. Baba Yaga said that Vasilisa must perform tasks to earn the fire or be killed. It was aggressive. Thievery <laughs> was not uh, taken lightly back then. Yeah. She was to clean the house and yard, wash Baba Yaga's laundry, and cook her a meal. Pretty nice things, you know, like, okay. And she was doing that anyway. Pretty much. She was also required to separate grains of rotten corn from good corn and separate poppy seeds from grains of soil. A little bit more extreme. Right. Baba Yaga left and Vasilisa despaired as she worked herself into exhaustion. When all hope of completing the task seemed lost, the doll whispered that she would complete the task for Vasilisa and that the girl should sleep. At dawn, the white rider passed, and before noon, the red. As the black rider rode past, Babiaga returned and could complain of nothing. She bade three pairs of disembodied hands, disembodied hands to seize the corn and squeeze the oil from it, then asked Vasilisa, Vasilisa if she had any questions. So what? she just, like, pulled out three just, like, Ew. chopped off hands. The, like, squeezed corn. Okay, girl. Whatever you, whatever you say. Vasilisa asked about the rider's identities and was told that the white one was day, the red one was the sun, and the black one was night. 
But when Vasilisa thought of asking about the disembodied hands, like I think I would, <laughs> Same. the doll quivered in her pocket. Ooh. Vasilisa re realized she should not ask and told Baba Yaga that she had no further questions. In return, Baba Yaga inquired as to the cause of Vasilisa's success. On hearing the answer, by my mother's blessing, the doll. <laughs> Baba Yaga, who wanted nobody with any kind of blessing in her presence, threw oh. Vasilisa out of her house and sent her home with a skull lantern full of burning coals to provide light for her stepfamily. Wow. Upon her return, Vasilisa found that since sending, out, sending her out on her task, her stepfamily had been unable to light any candles or fires in their home. Even lamps and candles that might be brought in from the outside were useless for the purpose, as all were snuffed out the second they were carried over the threshold of the door. The coals brought in the skull lantern, though, burned Vasilisa's stepmother and stepsisters to ashes. Wow. Just snuffed those guys out real quick. She came home, and then they were just like, crump, 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 crump. Yeah. So Vasilisa buried the skull according to its instructions so that no person would ever be harmed by it again. Later, Vasilisa became an assistant to a maker of cloth in, Russian, or in Russia's capital city, where she became so skilled that her work was noticed by the Tsar, the Tsar himself, and he later married her. So, happy ending for her. Right, damn. So Baba Yaga can do good. Right. I think in this story she was helpful. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> she got rid of uh, Vasilisa's crappy step-parents. Step yeah. Well, step-parent and siblings. Sisters. Yeah, so that she can marry and... Like, have a nice life, essentially. Yeah. I mean, inadvertently. Yeah. She was just like, here, So fine. she kind of Here's played... Payment. She almost played, like, the fairy godmother. The very weird version. Yeah. Damn. It kind of reminds me of... Like Hercules, yeah. Like how he's given the seven tasks to like be recognized as a demigod. Right. It's a lot though. I mean, poppy seeds and soil <clears throat> separating that shit. I mean, Hercules did have to do a lot too. But that seems almost impossible. Like poppy seed from soil, like they look the same. How'd the doll do it? She was very detail oriented. Yeah. <laughs> She I knew mean, what she was looking for. I'm thankful for the doll, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That they I'm had surprised that Baba Yaga didn't, like, kill the girl, though, for having the I blessing. Just, I think she was just, like, disgusted by, like, ew, like, love. Get out. <laughs> ew, love. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. You don't need me here. But also, I'm going to help you out, girl. Go on. Have this lantern. The skull lantern. There you go. Fuck up Find some enemies. peace. Yeah. <laughs> so... This is just, like, an example of, like, how complicated of a character she is. Because had Vasilisa not completed those tasks with the help of her doll, yeah, she would have been killed. You know? Yeah. That's weird. It's complicated. She's, like, a good antagonist of So sorts. since she, even though Baba Yaga, like, helped her, she only helped her because she completed the tasks really well. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> it is. It is kind of sad. Like, this girl came from a place where she already didn't have that She's choice. like Cinderella. Yeah, so, like, she was already doing shit like that. And it has to... I mean, but, like, they were not very severe, like, uh, 
tasks in the beginning. It was literally like Baba Yaga's chores that she was like, I don't feel like Yeah, doing you know this. what? I'm being lazy I want to go to the market. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out. I'm going to come back. Wash my have house. The, have the shit done, okay? And get my poppy seeds. I spilled them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you another story. And it's called, I'm going to give you like the synopsis because it's like very long. So I'm going to give you the synopsis version of the death of Koschi, the deathless. Okay. Now look at this and tell me if that's, if I'm saying that right. Because our pronunciation is not stellar. Koschi. No, that's not It's <laughs> <laughs> not Russian. <laughs> Koschi, I think. Koschi. That's what I'm going with. Koschi, the deathless. If you're Russian, I'm really sorry. So the plot of this folklore is Ivan Zarvich had three sisters. The first was Princess Maria, the second Princess Olga, and the third was Princess Anna. After his parents died and his sisters married three wizards, he leaves his home in search of his sisters. He meets M- Maria Morvana, Morvna, Morevna, the beautiful warrior princess. Morevna. Morevna, right? Yeah. Morevna, okay. The beautiful warrior princess, and he marries her. After a while, she announces that she is going to go to war and tells Ivan not to open the door of the dungeon and the castle they live in while she's away. She's like, honey, whatever you do, do not go in the dungeon and open that fucking door. If I find out you open that door, I'm beating your ass. And what's... Because she's a warrior princess, and she doesn't Uh... take any smack. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You're like, okay. Overcome by the desire to know what the dungeon holds, he opens it. Of course. As soon as as she leaves. He, she's not even at the front door, and he's already, like, down in the dungeon, like, ooh, what the fuck's in there? Dumbass. So, in the dungeon, he finds Koschi, chained and emaciated. Koschi asks Ivan to bring him some water, and Ivan feels bad, so he does. After Koschi drinks 12 buckets of water, his magic powers return to him. He tears his chains and disappears. Oh, shit. He sounds very much like Pandora's box, almost. Okay. Like, you open the door and all the bad things get out. <laughs> yeah. So, soon after, Ivan finds out that Koschi took Maria Morevna, 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 yeah. away, and he goes after him. When he gets him for the first time, Koschi tells Ivan to let him go, but Ivan doesn't give in, and Koschi kills him. He was like, listen, man, like, just get back in the dungeon. And Koschi's like, homie, you know that's not going to happen. You know that's not going to I have to kill you. So he kills him. And you would think that would be the end of it, right? Yeah. It's not. Okay. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) So Ivan is revived by his sister's three wizard husbands. After they find his casket. At sea. Oh. They're very powerful wizards, essentially. And they transform into birds of prey. Oh, damn. 
So they're like badass wizards that like. Now they're on the hunt. Yeah. Well, no. no. They're not on the hunt. Ivan's on the hunt. He's like, I gotta go get my fucking wife from this Kostya guy. But he's not having help? From the wizards? No. Oh. They revive him and they're like, you're on your own. Oh. Go see Baba Yaga. So, Ivan finds out that Kostya has this, like, magical horse that he, you know, rides all over and it gives him, like, more power. <laughs> so, when Ivan goes to Baba Yaga, he asks for a magical horse so that he can defeat Koshi. Okay. He's like, I need a bigger, badder horse than right. him, or else I'll never get to defeat him. And Baba Yaga's like, sure, okay. <laughs> well, you gotta do a bunch of shit for me first. Oh, right. And so he does. He completes all the tasks because he has honorable intentions. Running right. theme here. Baba Yaga gives him the magical horse. And he goes and confronts Koshi. And guess what? He gets him. Oh, shit. This magical horse gives him the power to kill Koshi. Okay. And then he burns him. Okay. Good, right? Burns him. Yep. I would think, right? This magical being, you got to get rid of him somehow. Like, yeah. Set that bitch ablaze. <laughs> He's going. Bye. So... In return for killing this man, Ivan gets his wife back. Yay. It was a very happy ending for Ivan. And they celebrate his victory with his sisters and their husbands. So another another legend of Baba Yaga being a key player yeah. in the success to the protagonist. Because without Baba Yaga... He wouldn't get that magical horse and defeat Koschi. Yeah. So I'm a little torn on, like, if she's good or bad. Like She kind of just be minding her own business. People really do be going yes. to her. Yes. They show and up like, at her house. Exactly. And they're showing up with almost, like... They want something. Yeah. They need something so from her. She kinda... she's like, that's why the chicken... Or that's why the house is on chicken legs. So it can run away from people looking for her. Because she doesn't want to be, she doesn't want to be found. She doesn't want to have all this shit on her, on her chest. Like, yeah. But yeah. I guess she does want to eat, so. But she, she only eats the bad ones, right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what happens there. It's like the ones that don't complete the test. She's like, well, you know the consequence. Yeah, because she says it. Like, yeah, do she the sets task, the boundaries. Yeah, do the task or die. Does she have a... Well, since you're there, you're asking for that shit. Yeah. Like, you, you signed up for it. It's like a verbal contract with Bobby Yaga. Yeah. Wow. So. I kind of like her. <laughs> I kind of like her. I think she's pretty cool. Like, that's why I wanted to talk about her. Yeah. I think she's very complex and almost, like, misunderstood. She's thought to be, like, the boogeyman, essentially. And she yeah. is. She's terrifying. Has the capability to be a very scary, awful woman. But she's also helpful. I think of and the boogeyman. And she does a really important job of protecting the fountain of, that has yeah. the water of life. I think of the boogeyman more as somebody that chases people. Regardless of whether they're good or bad. Yeah, I don't really see her as a boogeyman type. But I do appreciate her. She's very well respected. Yeah. She's like earned her respect, you know? Right. 
Rightfully so, too, because she's like, look, you can judge me however you want. But look at all the lives I'm helping here. Yeah. And look at all the bad people I've eaten. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Don't come to me with your... Don't, co- don't come to me in my chicken house. <laughs> I'm not here for it. I'm over it. I think she's cool. Me, too. It sucks that she has to be, like, a very, like, scary old lady like a messed up face and like she's scary yeah but you brought up the good point of like nobody wants to go visit her if she's scary but if she was beautiful everyone would be like uh, oh Bobby you have Yaga. answers and you're pretty yeah somebody's gonna make you them their wife right huh very cool story and it's been around for like millennia it's like one of the oldest stories and like russian slavic eastern european folklore yeah i've like never heard of it I've heard of it in, like, some American pop culture. Okay. Not a lot. Yeah. I guess we have our own depictions of this. Yes. You know? Yes. We have our own versions. I've seen her mentioned in a few things, like Scooby-Doo. Okay. That, like, when I... That's, like, one of the first times I had really um, heard about her. And not really heard about her, but, like, seen her depicted. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they did a really good job of, like, doing the hut. Because now when I think of Baba Yaga's hut, I think of the Scooby-Doo version. Yeah, Sometimes. with, like, the chicken legs. Yes. They did, a good, they did a good job with that. Right. I thought that was cool. And I think, it's, I think it's cool that they took a really old, like, foreign folklore and, like, Gave it a spotlight at the younger people, yeah, in our generation. I was like, that's cool, right? Good for you, Scooby. Yeah, but Scooby's known for that. They're the best, yeah. Scooby has a bunch of different stories that aren't talked about. Yes, now this isn't technically like related to Bob Yaga, but if you've seen Howl's Moving Castle, which I don't think you have, I think I've tried to like make you watch it, and it's just like. We got to talking and talked yeah. over it. But when I think of, like, another form of her house, I think of the house from Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. Because it's this big, giant, like, uh, mush of things. Like, all kinds of different parts. It's really, like, crazy looking. It's got, like, balconies and, like, doors that lead nowhere. Oh. Just, like, out to the open. And it walks around on chicken legs. What? So, I yeah, like, that after kind of like researching this more it popped in my head i was like does that have anything to do with it and like unfortunately no oh but like i think it was like it it reminded me of it yeah like it was like inspiration for yeah but hayao miyazaki is also known for like using folklore he has another like a short film called mr doe and the egg princess where the the antagonist is actually baba yaga it's like an old woman with a creepy fucking nose, and like she oh. is like the bad guy, essentially. Yeah. That's so cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a little short film. Okay. It's cool though. Giving it a little life. Yeah, giving it a little life. There's countless of other things in like a like European right. media that would like they have scary movies out and stuff, and it's called like Baba Yaga. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Like I I'm gonna have to watch something. Yeah. Because I don't really have a... Like a visual for it. 
I'll have to show you some pictures after this. She's creepy. Yeah. So I know you've heard of the John Wick series. Yes. So there's actually a reference to Baba Yaga in that movie. I didn't know that. Tell me. Yeah, I didn't catch it the first time I, like, I watched it. It was only after, like, having looked up this, like, the story on Baba Yaga that I yeah. noticed, like, a bunch of John Wick references. Okay. And I was like, John Wick? Like, what the hell does John Wick have to do with Baba Bobby Yaga? <laughs> yeah. And then I looked into it, and that's his nickname. His oh. nickname is Baba Yaga because he's, like... The boogeyman, essentially. Right. And for, like, Eastern Europe, Baba Yaga is the boogeyman. Of sorts. Yeah. Now, that kind of makes sense. He's a very, like, into the whole honorable and good intentions and things like that. So, they are kind of similar. He does have a lot of respect. He's very well-respected. He's a very feared, yeah. respected, kind of, like... Um, ominous? Ominous? Like, he's ominous. He's very, like, ambiguous. He's very, like, yeah. nobody really knows what's going on with John Wick. Right. And no one really knows what's going on with Baba Yaga. Ever. Very mysterious people. They yeah. Are. But she obviously has, like, good reasons for why yes. she's doing this shit. Yes. Like, she's not going to go out of her way to kill you. You just got to fuck up enough for her to do it. Yeah. She... Same with John Wick. Yeah. Reasonable people here. <laughs> <laughs> it also made an appearance on an episode of Supernatural. I love Supernatural. I only ever watched it in passing. It was always on after Charmed on TNT. Yeah, I say I love it, but like literally same. It's just in passing. Like I like yeah. it. I've never sat down and watched it completely, so I don't know the episode offhand. Yeah. But like chances are I've probably seen it in the years that I was watching TNT. Yeah, for sure. Super cool though. Hmm, now I'm I would like to, to go see. back and yeah. watch. I have to find out what the yeah. episode name is so we can watch it. Okay. Like, oh, very neat. And see what Supernatural's take on it because yes. they always have a good like take on different like folklore. Yeah, of course. They're a very spooky show. I love it. We should watch that. That should that should be our show now. Okay. I think we can stream it somewhere. Yeah. So, what are your overall thoughts about Baba Yaga? I love it. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I think this was a great, great story in folklore. I'm really glad that you shared it with me. And I like her. I'm not going to lie. I like she's that she's a little so complex. extreme. Yeah, she's a little extreme. But, like, hey, aren't we all? Well, I'm really glad you enjoyed the story of Baba Yaga. Me too. Maybe you can pass it along along these holiday seasons. Oh, I'm going to. Just like everybody listening should, too. Tell it at the family gathering. <laughs> Tell everybody about Bobby Yaga, the Swamp Witch, with yeah. the Chicken Lake House. It's good folklore. It's a good time to do it. And tell them we told you. Absolutely. Give us credit. <laughs> All right. Well, in lieu of the holidays, we're actually not going to be releasing a true crime tidbit this week. Yeah. Yeah, normally they come out on Wednesdays, and you'll be cooking, I'll be yeah. resting, preparing <laughs> to eat. <laughs> So we just won't get around to it. It's but, a lot. But... Yeah, maybe we'll do one after next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get back on track. Sounds good. Can't let us slip. No. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.
Don't forget to listen, subscribe, and follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other streaming services. You can reach out to us on Insta at spooked underscore suspicious and email us at spooked underscore suspicious at yahoo.com. Stay spooked. Bye.